Hey, y'all, this is Jet Black, a.k.a. Bo Billingsley. You're listening to Two Dads in a Podcast. Three, two, one, let's jam. I, yeah, I, I yeah, see oh, you bobbing yeah. your head no, to it. I see you, I see you bobbing your head to it. I, like, I, couldn't, you I, couldn't, I was, I was in, trying so hard to keep my mouth sealed. Like, nope, no, I'm not playing. I'm not buying into this. No. <laughs> I, welcome to the bebop of um, podcasts. Two dads and uh, this is free form. Free form podcasting here. We free form. It's um. That's probably why we have uh no listeners, no uh, no subscribers. Oh, we still have Pokemon gym badges uh-huh. on our screen. <laughs> Get <laughs> the go. fuck with it, man. Jeez. <laughs> but welcome, guys. I I was still. <laughs> we finally hit the moment where we're going to discuss the live action yes. series. Now, um, you and I went about this a little different, how we watched it. I very much wanted to be as alone as possible. Um, <laughs> commiserate on my own. No, it was, I, you know, I ended up watching with the wife and, and my son with, with, you know, some popcorn and stuff. And the first episode, it was just like quiet, like just stop making noise. Cause I'm into this we right are... now. You, and by the way, spoilers. The yeah, fuck major, alert. This entire episode spoilers. is a spoiler. We are this literally episode will not stop being a spoiler at any point in from, time. From literally the beginning, with Bo Billingsley's intro as Jet Black to the very end, it is a spoiler. Yep. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. So, so we open in a casino. We do. Bro, I loved that. I loved that coming in. I loved that they pulled in the movie with his earphones. Right and the, off the bat, the man. Heist and this dude making this big fucking speech about corporations, corporations. and how they fired him. And, and he's got all this baggage all the, the way down to the fucking <laughs> old lady walking out and getting held <laughs> hostage to the dude coming out of the bathroom. Like um, it and was, who takes a fucking shit in the middle of a heist? That I mean, it was <laughs> such I a killer that intro. Again with with the wife uh, the other night, and yeah, I liked it just as much the second time. The first episode, yeah. and especially the it intro, was, it was great. They did a they did a really good job. And we'll talk about the rest of the episode, but what I the whole episode, I this, feel like this first they one truly, sets up the series exactly the way Always. episode one of the anime did it really set up the series for what you, you know, should expect all the way throughout get, you get your pregnant woman you get your red eye um, you have you, Asimov, you get the, you get the pink uh view through his eyes just like you did in the anime yep. and the sort of like chaotic moving around because he's on this very very, very sharp extreme like crazy like back to back yeah. angles and changing the, up and just it was intense Starting right off the bat you, with the casino heist, and then right after that, you get a little bit of dynamic between Jet and Black, uh, Jet Black and and Spike that you didn't. It, it gave a little bit more to their character dynamic. I feel like you know, with no. them not necessarily being on Tijuana in Tijuana already. Yeah, they weren't TJ already. They, um, I did like part of the I didn't I did like sort of thing. In the heist, I I didn't really like the big gun that because the they're like yeah I don't mind introductions of new things but they made it sound like the, such a bad thing and then um, it didn't show up at all 
But I did love that when they blasted a hole through the side of the spaceship. It sucked the vacuum. It sucked and- the fuck everything out there. When the body hit space, it froze immediately. Like, it was very the, smart yes. and intelligent. And a lot of what they did through this show was smart and intelligent. Yes. Well thought out. There are Easter eggs hidden everywhere all I, over the fucking place i did really like that because all over the you place. know right off the bat so we're in episode one we're you know spike and jet they're on their way they get to tj they're after this bounty asimov and they're they're getting close spike's getting close to to getting him after the whole red eye scene asimov's yeah, in the yeah. doctors and then you have katarina standing outside and Spike's, you know, kind of one on one with her. I like that little extra depth, you know, getting a little more I mean, of that's, that that's emotional element the, between the anime, them. Yeah, they, they really did fit a lot into that one little dialogue. The only part uh, I'll pause here for a second. I didn't like is um, they sort of cut out a lot of the Spike being great at being a thief. Um, um, so they lost some depth in other characters yeah. throughout the show in order to, be to fair, add is depth John Cho to some really characters. that good at sleight of hand. You don't need to be in, in Hollywood. <laughs> you just need a camera angle That's uh, right. and, and to cut. I agree. Um, the, I agree. That would have been really thing, fun to see. Right. This is the thing the series does consistently that I don't like is they take away from moments to add depth to your main characters, to add depth to these ancillary characters that will be gone after this episode. And yep. I think that is a huge mistake. I don't need depth for asimov and and his girlfriend i, for, I forget her name nope Ka- um, i need katarina. depth for katarina right i need depth for jet and spike and Faye. so yes. but anyways so on with your show this is your during, podcast you go ahead <laughs> thanks buddy i'm glad <laughs> you finally acknowledged this <laughs> um so during this whole scene with spike and katarina he pops in now this was something oh yeah yeah this i was, was torn yeah, like I don't hate the fact that they introduced her in episode one. They streamlined no, no, things. No, no. Episode that part, one is definitely part that an I'm introductory fantastic. episode. Fine. I love having Bring more characters in. for longer. I was a little bothered that we didn't get the whole casino for Faye. We <laughs> got it at the beginning. They gave us a casino. A casino. They gave us a casino. I don't know. I, I really liked the whole like Spike eating the chip and you know. It was, that was another episode that added depth to Spike and, and Faye and Jet. It showed their how smart they are, how attuned they are, and, and how good uh, Spike and Jet are at cheating and <laughs> how they could at any point in time win a shit ton of money. They don't need to be bounty hunters. Why are they bounty hunters? Because they could just go too pure in heart. <laughs> account cards <laughs> and win at gambling and make all this money at a bunch of different casinos. So it, it's this depth of character that again takes a, gets taken away. The thing I didn't really like is that they made her a bounty hunter. Yes. Off the bat. Right off the bat. Um, she wasn't and you I'm know, not, just a gambler. She was uh, yeah. yeah. She she's it, straight it's not up. a complete loss. It it doesn't make me hate the show. No. And honestly, um, I don't I, think it truly took away much from her character no. development. It was just, I, I honestly, it, again, like we said, we're, we're torn about how she's introduced. You know, she pops in and she's got a gun to Spike's head. And, you know, I okay, I get that. She's going after Katarina. Katarina's got her own bounty thing going on. Yeah, yeah. I will say there was a very quick departure from Faye's personality from the anime to the live action. She was yeah. drastically different. Yeah. I can't say I hated it. 
kind of like is she a kid that needed Ritalin? Like she is very. I don't hate it either. But- you know, and and I appreciate in episode one since they knew they were going to have her have this departure from her character, they introduce her in episode one to get that established. This is not yeah. the same Faye. This is not the same personality. In in the anime, she's a little bit more calculated. She's much more reserved to an extent. Here's- while Here, still being very big in her personality. Here's the thing they changed about the personality, just completely changed, is Faye in the anime would never do anything if it did not benefit her in some way. Where yes. Faye in the live action goes back to save people yes. even though she does not want to. And, and she has no reason and to. I actually kind of like that. I like that she she's I, a little bit more human. You know, she has more I don't compassion, know. but at the same time... Because Faye in the anime, she gets there at some point. Uh, she becomes less and less selfish over the the course of the anime. It's just, I guess in, in this show, you have very much more dis- uh, a very much more distinct and developed personality already that you, you don't have much growth potential within her. Yeah. Um, all you have is to be able to, to flesh out some backstory. I, I feel like, which, which is why I don't mind bringing in the mom because in the anime, her backstory from cryo on frosting to present day is almost is, is non-existent. Short. It's <laughs> yeah. brief. And they, they so. pretty much don't leave any mystery. The only mystery there is with her life on earth before, um, the disaster she went through. All right. So getting to the end of episode one, cause we need to move on to talk about the entire yep. season one so with episode one honestly just about everything i enjoyed i enjoyed them adding the syndicate uh, to it faye being the one who kills asimov yes 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 i was getting there i liked the syndicate being added in having the extra depth there well it It makes sense they were in the first episode of the anime they just didn't have much of a role because they were beaten up real fast yeah and that Um, was it they were gone after that point so we get to this. This, yeah, this this time you have them, and there is this somebody knew somebody here moment of there. There's this bounty hunter that one of the syndicate knew, and and it adds this layer of depth that I like. Yeah, the syndicate member knowing who Spike is. I, you know, I actually like them giving Spike his syndicate name, Fearless. Yeah, no, like it made that. sense. You, you know, you have Fearless and Vicious with each other. Like, I that, like that's, that. That perfectly describes who they were within the syndicate um you know 100 vicious after spike leaves the syndicate in the anime i'll say vicious becomes fearless um but spike is still always a fearless individual i i I like it it describes why vicious has the name vicious like it tells you why he has that name yes it Um, adds that little bit of extra into it so like you said in the in the anime that is his actual name you know that's the name he had in the army um back on titan and all that it's not just a a code name (laughs) but in this they're code names i'm cool with that i don't i don't see an issue not a big deal so at the end, we've got Katarina, we've got Asimov, we've got this big syndicate fight, they're hunting them down, the Bebop crew gets in there, and, you know, like you said, I did not like Faye being the one to kill Asimov. Well, we talked about this when we talked about this being one of our top five episodes, where the beauty of this episode is where Katarina, Katarina realizes there's nothing out of his misery. Yeah, like he's he's gone crazy. He's so hyped up on the red eye. He's used it twice in a freaking day, and so and, he's and he's 
he's about he looks like he's gonna die stroke out from it like he his heart doesn't seem like it can take much more and so she puts him out of his misery she knows they have no chance of survival you know if they get caught they're going to jail for the rest of their lives and And so she puts him out yeah the poetic part is like in in the show she commits suicide by cop in the anime she also commits suicide by cop but she doesn't let him die that way she does that that's yeah she kills him and her pulling the trigger was is such an iconic moment in episode one of the anime that i don't get why they took that away from her why did they give it to Faye? honestly it was almost pointless having Faye do it because she's off screen when the gunshot comes in you never actually see her pull the trigger there's no emotional you know tension behind this it's just okay uh he's choking spike and in comes way to get, and you know what you could have had that bullet anyways and just have it non-lethal have and, it non-lethal. and still have her have to you know because it, it was a way to get him off spike and you could have still done it but and like you said they did so many scenes from the anime all season long shot for shot camera angle for camera angle mm-hmm. you know the, the one thing Why about we'll jump this is, one? yeah we'll, we'll jump, start jumping into the season as a whole the one thing I loved about this was the costumes, the set design. Oh, oh my I, goodness. We That was one of our criteria, right? That was one of the things that we talked about in the last Cowboy Bebop of what we expect, right? Right. Was right. the the design of the set, the design of the costumes, the characters, the the spaceships. The only, the only thing I'll, I'll say that they didn't get um, the same as the TV show is, it, and I don't know that I care, the cars that are on wheels in this look old and just from the 60s you know yeah I, but <laughs> I kind the cars of appreciate the shows, that to an extent <laughs> right the cars in the tv show or in the anime they are on wheels obviously but they look futuristic on wheels yeah they so kind of have a little a bit more design there. a little sure we don't see a whole lot of that you but know they could have some... gone very wrong with it if they tried yeah. to make a car look futuristic so, so yeah eh. i get that but the spaceship designs man swordfish was the freaking Perfect. swordfish fucking stellar oh man got when those, spike got, those, got into uh, it camera angles from under the wing looking out into the sun and the, and the the open sky looking down the bebop so yeah. so we're talking a little bit about what we like as a season let's let's go more into what we didn't like to, and then finish up the, what we enjoyed okay yeah so one of the things i didn't like and we'll talk about uh sets and where they were where are all the where are all the start where, where's all the spaceship fighting Where's yeah. the swordfish flying around and getting into gunfights? You know, season two, that's that's probably what they're they're going to do, hopefully, in season two. You know, we, we right. there was a departure of that. Um, man, they I just changed. I could have seen more of it. Yeah. More. They're, they're, you have so much time on the Bebop, but you, the Bebop's never in space <laughs> in the show. <laughs> that's true. That's true. It's always grounded. We, we never get any of those moments. We don't get the, uh, we ran out of gas again and have to drift to our next location. Yep. They're, they never seem to be struggling for anything. They're not struggling for food. We don't get the bell peppers and beef, but there's we, no I mean, beef. Lots, of, lots of mention of peppers, but nothing of beef. And there's noodles where's in the, those where's peppers. The struggle? There's noodles in those peppers. Feel lied where's to. The, where's the struggle? that they're, they're constantly facing it doesn't feel like there's a constant struggle i agree just to survive i agree and so there, there's that big departure and then they very clearly starting episode two this is not the same 
show. This is not the same plot line, not the same storyline. And no, I don't um, mind that, but there were a few moments that, why did they change it? There's a lot of that I could swallow if yes. everything was kept to the spirit of the show of the characters. Um, I don't mind that Jet has a little girl. No, I, I adding backstory, cool. adding more depth to a character, that's fine. I don't like that he was a disgraced cop. For some no. reason, that just sticks, that rubs me wrong. Versus him... I, you know, stepping away from that kind of job. Like it, yeah. you know, changing I, certain parts of the backstory didn't make sense. I would say as a whole, my yeah. least favorite scenes in the entire season. Well, because were, you love the episode where, where Spike gets his backstory, um, how he loses his arm. And I thought they jet. did a brilliant job with that episode, but why bring back a disgraced cop? Like why? Like he's so hated by everybody. It seems at this point everybody in his past so it, how do we delve back into his past why we keep going back there but it, nobody likes him back there and yeah. it's just it's so, so heartbreaking I, I thought the episode that episode in and of itself was enjoyable you know having that kind of buddy cop episode you know that episodic yeah this is and just i love that it i love that it wasn't just one shot it was multiple shots in the arm that makes sense how did yep. he lose his arm from just one shot? Well, no, he got shot here. He got shot here. He got shot here. His arms are uh, fucking shredded. It's a, yeah, it's a point. mess. So I love that. I, I enjoy the added backstory. Now, there are some things, like I said, that I, I didn't like. And a lot of that I didn't like was brand new content, not necessarily changed content, but mm. brand new. And some of my least favorite scenes in the entire season were the syndicate scenes with Vicious and Julia. You know, it, it felt so mm, out of place for even, a lot of them. I'm not even ready to go there yet. Cause you, cause you got the Shin and Lynn who aren't, who, I mean, they may be twins, but it's, it's a, a, a guy and a, and a woman. And you've got that are vicious as bodyguards. Um, mm -hmm. Neither of them seem to have any sort of loyalties towards Spike at this point. Annie being changed to Anna and owning Anna? a bar. Yeah, why? Why that Anastasia? Departure? I, I don't, I don't like Grin becoming a stereotype. Yeah, Grin was probably the worst change they did when you meet him for the first time in Jupiter Jazz, and you meet this character, and he's an incredible jet, you know, saxophone player. Saxophone, yeah, and he's got this. That's a character that had so much background to, to him. Yeah, you know, and that's that's the thing I don't get about the the live action is all these characters. This was a anime that was so heavily based on depth of character and you stripped a lot of that away from so yeah. many characters grin just being I, and the thing is you don't even know like is grin trans is grin you know uh, is he a cross just a cross-dresser like what is the story behind him he's well like, i don't i like his character if I, if you separate I, it as a whole I don't mind yeah. his character because right. you know he's he's cocky. He's you know got some real fun moments and stuff. But if you're yeah. comparing, why? And, and he's a great he's a great go between between uh, uh, anybody coming into the bar and Anna. He is. Uh, he serves his role, but it seems like sort of um, how does that work between him and Faye now? Are are they ever going to have that moment? It, he's what's his he can't have a moment with vicious and anna she hates the syndicate would never have anything to do with the syndicate and that's 
Here she is in the well, middle of all there, the syndicate stuff. There's like, a plot hole. The, the, this thing is riddled with plot holes. And, and they just create, keep creating more and more plot holes as the thing goes on. And ah, uh, and Vicious yeah. is such a bitch. <laughs> so so it's let's little, we'll, we'll we'll talk a I'm, little I'm bit more down in depth. And let you yes. talk. So the syndicate portions of the episodes, it almost feels like they tried to put two different shows into a single episode. Yes. When, oh when, my gosh, that is what it is. When the that syndicate is, uh. portions pop in, when you see them, when they do this whole Vicious and Julia thing, when all this stuff, you have this very upbeat, silly, kind of episodic, you know, honestly, it feels more like Cowboy Bebop. It feels like the anime with the Bebop yeah. crew and, and what's and going on with them. they do a good job blending multiple episodes into single episodes. Yeah. I'm, hey, I'm fine with that. They needed to. Sure. We but knew then, it would be coming. Vicious and Julia come onto the screen and it's like you're watching a soap opera. Oh my gosh, I fucking I I tweeted that out. I'm like they took my space opera and made it a soap into opera. Into a soap opera. Yeah. And I I don't get why it needed to be that way. You know, and we talked about this how they brought some of the past into the present, you know, with the storyline where Julia yeah. is married yeah. to Vicious. You know, which uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. They dated in the anime. They were a couple in the anime. They you were a thing. Glimpses of it. They had a sort of menage a trois thing going on where where um she you had the love triangle in sure. love with both of them. They are the reason why ship blew up. And so I, I don't care that she they made her married to him. I mean, because that you you could still ruin that relationship. But they brought that timeline up to present day versus you know keeping it in the past and having those you flashbacks could have made, you could have yeah you could have flashbacked the whole thing just like you did jet but now you've made it into present day and now you have to do something with this you have to blow this up somehow you can't vicious can't just be plotting to take over the syndicate now where because first off his his daddy is, is one of the elders one of the elders now he's very much born with spoon in mouth instead of working to earn everything he had. Um, so you've taken away from his character. Yep. Um, oh, Julia. Look, look. So Julia was not a badass syndicate about, member. Let, so let's, you've taken let's away talk from her about, character. She's a singer. She's, she's just some floozy. Yeah. So let's let's talk more of Vicious. And, you know, he's got spoon in mouth, like you said. He, he was just kind of given his role in the syndicate. And what they did with his character. So... In the anime, when you meet Vicious for the first time, he is just this silent, badass. He's got this giant freaking space bird on his shoulder, and he just looks intense. You, he doesn't Vicious talk. fits his name, 100%. He doesn't, he doesn't fucking need to say anything through the whole anime. So, live action, you get Vicious, the first scene you see with him. He's very quiet, he's reserved, he, you know, he Stoic. is a He's stoic and he slices the dude's throat because he didn't like the message he brought him. That is what I wanted Vicious to be. Episode one well, set his character up, right? Here's the thing. Even within that, there are hints of just childish. Sure. I mean, but temper when you tantrum? first see him, you know who he reminds me of? Kylo Ren. Oh, my God. He is Kylo. <laughs> he is the Kylo Ren of this storyline now. 
So let's 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 keep going with that a little bit. But episode one of the live action, <laughs> episode one of the live action, you get vicious. He is vicious. He is ruthless. He wants to hunt down this bounty hunter, and you don't really, you know, if you've never seen Cowboy Bebop or if you don't know the backstory, you don't know this dynamic between them, right? And it kind of hints to this. But then the next time you see him, he's a whiny fucking bitch. And that's what he stays time. through the rest of the season. And he, oh. hmm, okay, you want to talk about plot holes? Okay, so we fast forward to the end because there's not much more to flesh out of this because that's just how him and Julia are through the whole thing. They are a couple. She is subservient couple. to him. She does not break it off with him to be with Spike. Um, She's, this is this is now a CW drama. She puts up with this whiny little bitch. Yes, this is now we've 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 made a CW um, um, soap opera. And so now we get to the end of the episode where they're fighting in the church, which is a brilliantly set up scene. And, and they, you know, what? that shot. was shot for shot. I freaking loved that battle. Although there's one thing angels. I did not understand. One thing they part of the fight that they um, spike picks up this chair to defend himself. Vicious cuts through the chair with his sword. Right. You remember the scene? So kind of it. Like it he, wasn't in the anime. He threw it. No, no, no. He, he, he had the chair and Vicious cuts through it with his knife. And so what happens next? Spike picks up an arm of the chair. And now suddenly this chair that was just sliced through by this knife, by this sword, Katana, he uses to block the Katana. So, so I will argue with that a little bit. There are wooden chairs with metal arms and the arms didn't break. They broke off. So he having something the breaking... leg and it was it was a wooden leg. No, he sliced <laughs> through this fucking wooden chair and then Spike picks up a wooden leg to block the same exact sword that just sliced through the chair. Why did we add that? That wasn't in the anime. First off, why did we add that and add it so abhorrently? And yeah. then no, who, see, I, I had the who... same feeling, but I tried I tried to justify it like, okay, the chair didn't actually like get sliced in half. It was one of those things like it got rewind. broken. I had up. to rewind. I was like, did that just happen? Did we just do this? I, I so, did have the same thought, but okay, sure. Who shoots him out of the window? Oh my God. Tired. Okay. Okay. Oh, Ballad of Fallen Angels. We get this badass scene in the anime where they're fighting. And at the end, Spike gets this grenade and he throws it out and it explodes and it knocks him out the window. But no. No, we have to stick with this stupid soap opera shit. I'm sorry, I'm getting very passionate about this. So up to this point, I was... Julia, no, up to no, this no. point, Julia is a victim who can't defend herself and only loves Vicious and, and, and slightly acknowledges and she, that Spike exists. Well, and she only loves Vicious because she believes, and we get this little bit of backstory, she only loves Vicious because she believes that Spike has been dead for three years. And so right. she's like, and this is what I have to settle with. You know, and sure, I get that. There's this victim, there's this thing going on. And no, then at the end, this, this made me so mad. But <laughs> why does she... So mad. Why didn't they... Spike... They, Spike is through this whole time. You didn't have to do any of this. No. Spike this whole time, you get these scenes where he is so infatuated with Julia that he would literally do anything for her. Are you about he to point out one forget. of the other potholes? One of the other giant potholes you could drive a Mack truck through? <laughs> you could drive one of the heavy metal queens um, <laughs> space trucks through? I was so disappointed we didn't get the heavy metal queen. <laughs> <laughs> so... 
season two, but season two. Yes, I'm hoping. All right, all right. Here, continue. I'm I'm too Why overwhelmed did, right now. So she makes vicious, who just had this badass fight with Spike. He, she, this this defenseless woman makes him her bitch, um, and then shoots Spike out the window. Like what the fuck? Which I learned that whole set, that whole church set, because um, they were in New Zealand shooting, um, Ooh, nice. filming, and they didn't have any churches, cathedrals like this in New Zealand. They built that church themselves just for the scene. I mean, when you got the um, money, it was right? beautifully constructed. The the stained glass window was great. You know, it so, looked great. Okay, okay, let's let's stop talking about the church. I'm trying. I'm just silver lining. I'm trying to do something oh here. Oh my but god! I'm trying to do something here. Why? This is why. This is why. why? Up, I never gave you an opinion. Why? This episode is why I never gave you my opinion about the show. All because the, the only thing I could have said was, it was great till the end. All the way to this point, I was. I mean, it. it wasn't great. It, it wasn't, wasn't great, but I could great, swallow it. I could handle it. I'm like, you know what? Separate you know what? it from the source material. They can say I enjoyed it, and they can we can see it. better. The ending? But Julia shoots Spike and wants to take over the syndicate, and now she's the villain. <laughs> <laughs> now here's my thing: separate it from its source material. I didn't like it. It was like a CW drama. I mean, yeah, the quality of the shot was good. The The quality of the set was good. The writing was horrible, and it, it felt like the characters were juvenile. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of depth through any of it, and it was it was a CW drama. I, I It wasn't my style. So I just didn't like it that much. from the source material as a whole, including the god-awful end, 6 out of 10. And honestly, it only gets that high because of some really fun moments throughout, and which we're going to talk you drop about. That? Some, I did. did you drop I did that drop a it. I did. You did drop it. You dropped it down to my. You dropped it down to my level. I did. I did. And um, the only reason I don't give it a five out of ten is because of the quality of the set and the quality of the actors. And the it's music. Not their fault. It was <laughs> uh, yeah. The music. It's not their fault. It was poorly written. Jet? It's not. Okay. So so we're we're, we're past all the shit okay. yeah especially wait wait whole... one thing what what did you think of ed i don't think we got enough to really make an opinion did uh, i like my, my opinion <laughs> no my opinion is uh no no offense to them they go by them they uh so okay, no gotcha see I, no I offense to yeah no offense to them because they are playing a, a role they're playing as they're instructed. She kind of sounded like a mix between Tank Girl and Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Look, so here's here's what I gather from that. I, and this is the I way I'm going to justify that scene, right? I'm going right. to justify it as we are seeing Ed through the eyes of a passed out drunk Spike. And that's okay. how I want I'll to portray that. this. Because um, I'm, I'm not going to like the hair if it stays that way. Because no, it, it looks like troll hair. Yeah, I don't. It, um, not you know that. What? I mean. They're making the hair look the way they have to to make a look, but the, they the didn't crazy give they didn't the give they didn't give Spike trail, troll doll green hair. They gave him what hair would look like naturally. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I really I'm, hope they fix the hair. But like the I said, co- the costume spot on. I'm I'm so glad she arrived with Ein. Yes, um, that made so much sense. The whole leaving Ein on the side of the fucking road and flying away in the middle of the season kind of pissed me off. Yeah. Yeah, but I it, it my thing was we knew Ein could not be a big part of this show. 
we just dogs and television do not mix very well yep so um, sure, you could only I do so it. much um so, but they did a great job bringing it back with iron so let's let's go through the good so through the good number one my favorite part mustafa as jet yeah he was, he was fantastic his his voice his mannerisms personality his appearance his appearance um you it, look again and watch with there was with bad the writing, writing sure um, but he did goddamn so much just every yeah. every other word was goddamn but his he's oh so so good so good that was such a good portrayal that was the best casting um of all of them and i knew it would be because he's a fantastic actor um i loved i told you the eco-terrorists yes um, they did, oh man fantastic. i liked that change i like that change a lot that was that was an improvement that was an improvement the hakeem change where he wasn't getting plastic surgery it was a thing that warped people's faces i thought I that was a that. M- intelligent way to explain how he is on his feet so fast already and like because i mean plastic surgery how long does he have to heal he would have been yeah. out for months right well, I, well, I, mean, I know it's the future again, it, is, it is future in space and i don't know that, i so just thought it, sure. i thought it was an intelligent solution I, I liked, to a problem yes, i i did enjoy that but things um, the things teddy bomber really Dude, I was sad was... that we didn't get Cowboy uh, Andy. We did get um, a Cowboy Andy. We did get a shout out. Shout out we yeah. got a shout out on the on the on leaderboard. The leaderboards, yeah, I enjoyed that. That which I did, hated the leaderboard. Um, I will. <laughs> we won't get into that. I liked a lot of the like the spike getting jumped by the syndicate dude in all white in the bathroom. Yep. That was a great scene. Scenes like that. And that was probably one of the most fluid combat scenes. Some of them were yeah. a little too yeah, stiff. I told you, like, it, you could you could time the, 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 the hit to it. Like, yep. one, two, hit, one, two, swing, one, two, sword. Yeah. Like, it was, it's so, not that they were bad with their movements. It's just, it was very, like, pointed. Like, now this attack. Now this attack. Now this attack. And it really had this rigidity fluid. to it. But, um, for so, a anime that preached nothing but fluidity, fluidity. and oh, did an yeah. entire episode based on being fluid, yeah, yeah. you so, gotta nail that one. But yeah, I like you said the the eco terrorists, and I love the fact that there was trees instead of monkeys. Dude, that scene uh, that was so where brilliant. she turned into a fucking pretty- tree was <laughs> intense. Like uh, if you watch the vod, so it's much it's better. Boring. As shit I wish they had done through. that. I wish they would have done that in the anime because that was so much cooler. Than it the really monkeys. was. If you watch like, the VOD of me reacting to it when that yeah. happened, I'm literally like, oh, God. You're thinking about like, we made a disease that preys on the, the 1% genetic difference. Like, uh, c- come on. Really? That's com- that's so no, they, pretentious. They got this fungus this that turns like, people into trees. Like, we are pissed oh, off. And we are using your weapons against you. We are terraforming. We are fucking terraforming people. Like, <laughs> I, I like that. I really did genius. like that. So and she was so much more angry in that episode. She wasn't just this pompous little like she was an angry person. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and the way that her kid is the one that done her in. Mm, oh, that love was that. That was that was fantastic. Mm. So another fantastic episode that I really, really liked the portrayal of LeFou Perot. Perot. Even though they fucked his name up. Yeah, Perio. I think <laughs> Did they you pronounced catch that? it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we called him Mad Perio. And it was like, what? What did Piero. you say? Piero. They said Piero. Piero yeah. No, the thing I did not like, I did not like that vicious the, the one that sent him after Spike I did not because like that. it took out the component that you loved so much and oh. I also enjoyed 
his mental deterioration. They did touch on that. They did touch on that. They did. They did. And they did it justice. But it was it was the fact that it doesn't matter what Spike's doing. Trouble will always find him. Yes. We didn't he literally that. did nothing and then this found him and now you have this now, angsty little bitch boy releasing now, him. Alone, order, if, yeah. If if Vicious's character wasn't written so poorly, I would not have minded that he was sent after Spike. No. And, the and if they wrote it as Spike doing nothing and then coming right, in, but right. oh my god, the casting for Mad Perot. Mm. He looked like him. <laughs> he, that <laughs> laugh was perfect. Oh, man. The only thing I could have used oh. more of was the mommy at the end. He could have yelled it louder a they, few he times. He could have, but the fact that they was... kept that in there, and when he started doing that, like, and, I and literally let's be honest. got chills, man. Yes. Oh. Yes. Let's be honest. We couldn't have had, had him stomped by a giant parade. No, that giant in the episode, Where the fuck did that parade come from? You know, it was just so fucking out there. You couldn't recreate that scene. So, yes, I like that, and you know, the Spike dropping the bombs. And then, yeah. So, <laughs> that was, whole scene, great. that whole episode of uh, at least that part of the episode, fantastic. That is definitely one of the highlights. Another mm-hmm, highlight that definitely. I really enjoyed. Faye and the the VHS, the Faye and the tape. Oh, uh, it was a little you know, annoying that the Bebop I, just happened to have a VHS player. <laughs> yeah, the I didn't like that they cut so much of that out. But the, but the emotional actress, element, the little girl they had play her, did such a good job recreating that emotional scene for scene, scene like. It was so great. That was, was fantastic. And honestly, I feel like Danielle, you know, Faye, Valentine, that scene, you got to see that kind of reeled back, more serious kind of element of her. And yeah. I wish we got more of that throughout the entire series instead right. of being this that's super what, over the top and at. trying to compensate for everything. That was what I was getting at um, when I told you that when you were still in the midst of watching they write so many one-liners. That's all they do is one-liners. Yeah. And these characters feel like they never get serious. But like I told you, um, I, feel anything. Like, I feel like they had to do that with how serious they tried to make the syndicate shit. If they just uh, cut out the syndicate shit or they, they made that better, they could have had more serious moments with the Bebop crew instead of trying to balance between the two. Like, I get why well, they, they did it. They just didn't do it very well. It doesn't feel like this TV show understands that that silence is a beat. It is a note. It is a part of the script. Yep. Um, another um, a, another really fun moment that I actually really enjoyed. Uh, Jet going to virtually going to his daughter's recital and that Spike, was so fucking that hilarious. Was hilarious. That was fantastic. That was that Jet was and Spike gold. like perfectly because it. Jet said he handled it. He Jet said he had or Spike said he had it under control. <laughs> And in the um, background, you see him fighting off like four <laughs> guys all at once, and he gets his ass handed to him a few times. You know, he jets back. in the middle of this just random store, waving, and the store, the, the merchants with, waving back, her, confused like as hell. Been, yeah, no, that was I <laughs> loved that. Sequence. I loved that scene. It was that was great. I love when we talk about um, other moments where Jet and Spike are fighting at the same time, and we have plenty of them. Um, there's no seriousness out of Spike. It's uh, that's another one. There's it's all one-liners, and dur- you watch the anime. Spike is constantly yelling at Jet. 
for not helping him the right way. And, and Jet is constantly yelling at Spike for not listening to him. Um, yep. You really only get some of that, like, you, you fluid, get a couple, like, relationship. M- couple moments like that, but it's not as much. It's not as much as we would want it. Right. It's like they've spent three years together, but they don't know each other. They're strangers to each other. Yeah. Jet uh, doesn't even know that Spike is part of the syndicate or was part of the syndicate, left the syndicate. And, and, and had he known that, he would never talk to him again. The thing I do love is that he throws Spike in the trunk yeah. to save his daughter. That was great. That was, that was a, a very, setup. that was a Jet and Spike moment through and through. And it was a perfect setup from the show that would have easily could have been pulled out of the anime where, where they had this plan yep. and they just, they didn't need to communicate it. Nobody else needed or no, like you didn't know it was coming, but it, it happened. The thing I hated most about the fact that he didn't know jet was in the syndicate is he put his daughter in danger. And I don't feel like, I feel like that's severely out of character that that's, he was yeah. said. So, so there were a few moments that were very out of character. Um, Jet, for example, the moment I hated from the writing for Jet's character, and mind you, I just said I absolutely loved how he, he, you know, Mustafa portrayed him. He was fantastic. But the writing, when Jet says to Spike, if I ever see you again, I will kill you. That is so out of character for Jet that I physically revolted from that. He would have just sent him away. He would have just, I never want to see you again. That, that made me so angry because that is not their dynamic whatsoever. That is not who Jet is. So, that's not really his dynamic with many people at all. Like, honestly, you know? almost no one he would be that way towards. He's a cop. He was a good cop. He was one of the best. He was the only, he's, he's one of the only good ones that didn't die young. You know, yep. like, like his, his partner said, you either die young or you join the syndicate. That's it. So, you know? so there were some great moments there were some really bad moments and most of it because of the writing. And so this leads us up to what do we want to see out of season two? Yeah. So you gave it a six out of 10. I, I give it a five out of 10. I, I might be able to be, you know, they, if they slipped me 20 bucks, I'd bump it back up to a six, but um, we, <laughs> it, we are it's where right it's there at. in the middle. Like it's, it's not great. It's not the worst thing I've seen. What no, is it? It's, it a, to- it's a poorly written, well-produced show. Yes. So I mean, what I want out of season two, I want better writing, <laughs> you know, flesh out these characters well, that's not better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, it's it's tough. I, I want to see the dynamic between the characters get better. Of course, you know, and this is the Bebop crew. They join. I, I don't get the whole breaking up of the fellowship halfway in. They didn't Not break this, up the fellowship until premature, the man. very end of yeah. the original series. So breaking up the fellowship this early is a little weird. So they got to bring them back. They got to keep them together. I, I need them to stay together until episode 19. Honestly, episode nine here's, of season two. And, and here's, here's the thing is you've confused the timeline so much, but clearly they're trying to stick with a overall arching timeline, which yes. is we are now through the end of uh, Ballad of Fallen Angels. What do you get when you do... Wh- what happens when you get to Jupiter Jazz? Are you've they- already stuck Grin in a corner. You've painted him in a role that yeah. does not sustain that episode. You have rushed... You have taken the timeline from episode 1 to 26 and you squeezed it Not just from squeezed the past it, but rearranged forward it. and from the future back. What are you? What yeah, are you going like to do? Like we got Mad Perot in the first 
Your brain scratch you already had, which the brain scratch episode was okay. Um, I thought it was decent. I, it, 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 it wasn't was as good ground. as the anime. No. Yeah. Um, so what do you do? Is this now Julius the bad guy? Is I, that what we're doing now? I really How do we- hope that that's not the case, that something is going on or, or that they How switch that around. It? I, yes. I think it's too far gone. Um, I want to see Ed. I want to see. I want to see Ed properly portrayed. <laughs> here's here's what I want to see. I want to see no more Vicious and Julia for the rest of the fucking. I don't want to see Anna. I don't want to see Grin. I don't want to see none of them. I want a departure from the Bebop. The Bebop, the four of them load in with Ayn and they fly away and they start their own new adventures. And that's the only way you can salvage it for me. And is to not touch. Is on it the going to happen like again. that? No, I, no. I guarantee it. And no, I really it, hope if, season if two. This, if they, you keep the storyline going on, it is just more melodrama, CW, soap opera bullshit that I'm not interested in. Yeah. And I just really want to see Ein, Spike, Faye, Ed and, just tripping on, on mushrooms. <laughs> yes. We, we, need, we need Mushroom Samba. I need Mushroom Samba in there. So... It, it, I, I would love to see a, a rivalry be like fuck the rivalry between Faye and, and Spike because in the anime the whole, it wasn't much of a rivalry no, as it was they, just them being somewhat in love with each other but not at the, hating each other at the same time. Um, uh, I want to see his rivalry touch, with Cowboy Andy. Oh yeah, yeah, Faye, yeah. We Faye's didn't touch on in this. Faye's, uh, uh, lesbian or bi? I, you know, she Bisexual, was looking. Right? Yeah, yeah she was one. looking at a, a, a magazine of hunky dudes. Yeah. So, yeah, so cool. I'm all right okay. with that. Um, the sex scene was, uh, was, was all right. Um, so I will say the whole dick measuring contest between Spike yeah, and Faye the, was a little weird and unnecessary. I hated this. It literally board. added I hated nothing to even cared. Look yeah, in the TV it added show, nothing the, the, to the, the show. It literally was pointless getting back to what we expect from season two. So the big thing is more space, more space. More Look, if space, fucking Star Trek can do it, you can do it. This Star Trek has Bebop. a ship budget. You have a Netflix budget. Let's get the Bebop out in space. Let, let's watch the swordfish fly. Let, let's get some heavy metal queen in here. I loved the scenes with the swordfish flying around. I loved that. They did such a good job with it. It's not like they didn't do a bad job. I and mean, it was so true to the anime. Like Even down to them talking to each other from ship to ship. You're like, how the fuck are they hearing each other? How do they do this communication thing? Because they just seem to space. talk whoever they want to. Yeah. <laughs> just, just like they're yelling out through the window at somebody like, Hey there. No, hey, like, roll down your on? window. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to see more, man. I want to see more space. I want to see more of the bebop crew. I want to see more space. Oh, a face ship look perfect. Let's see yes, the hammerhead. The red... Let's see jets hammerhead. Yes. We got the red tail. We got the swordfish. Let's see hammerhead. So give me more of the space. Give me more of the bebop crew. Give me less fight. syndicate bullshit. Let's get to, let, you know what I want to know what history I want to get down to. Mystery was part of the syndicate in the I anime. Want, there was so much I mystery. Want the, I want the history of, of exactly how Spike got the swordfish. Like that episode in the anime was fine. Let's flesh that out some more. You know, I felt like they rushed uh, Jet's backstory because to an extent, in yeah. the anime, he's he gets two or three episodes, and in this he gets one. I feel like they... But they flesh out his backstory a little more because, you know, now his ex-wife is actually there instead of him needing an episode to talk about her. Well, you so, know what? His ex-wife looks like she's doing pretty fucking well in this. And, and in the anime, she's <laughs> fleeing with a bounty. Um, 
the yeah. I want to see more. I want to see Phase Pass get fleshed out. Um, which we will. How, how like Spike that's hundred percent fish. You know, um, I, more I'm Ed. enjoying the added backstory of things. Yeah. So I well, want to see. What we wanted. I want more Ed's but backstory. We didn't, want, we didn't know they were going to do this. Yeah, we didn't want the the added drama soap opera syndicate bullshit. Give me less of that. Space Give me opera, more of the bebop. Not soap opera. There we have it. There we have it. So that's what we want. Tell us what you guys want. You know, message us on Give Facebook. Me more of Ed's, on, Ed and, his, and her dad. Yes, that would be so much fun. <laughs> but that reach out to fun. us, guys, on, on Facebook, on Twitter at 2DEP2020, uh, Instagram. You can email us at 2DEP2020 at gmail.com. You can help support us on our Patreon. Next time on Two Dads and a Podcast. And, and next time, maybe I can get this diet guy to do some um, anime featured films with me or or some non Ghibli. I don't have as many anime feature films. You you get those on Netflix, on Funimation, you know, the Dragon Ball oh, Z you ones. Talking, okay, you're talking about yeah, the, yeah, the, 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 the anime mo- to movie yeah, ones. Yeah, the, the See, featured films for anime. Okay, the Naruto's okay. Not and the, the Bleaches. the standalones. I, we, we have so much to do. We start to do video games. Yep. First. So we'll figure that out. But as always, guys, thanks so much for listening. I thought you were going to do that. See ya, Space Cowboy. Nah, not this time. Nah, not this time. We just defeated a little bit. I did see they did the you're going to carry that weight, but not on the last episode. Yeah. Did you notice that? But it did have, it had the, uh, it was like a, a, a teaser. The, the last quote that they had was about it was about Ed. You know what episode I want is the, is the pudding one. The 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 space alien, the fridge. Yes. Ganymede rock rock lobster. Okay, anyways, we anyway, love you all. Yeah.